0: You're listening to a Hindustan Times podcast, brought to you by HD Smartcast. You are listening to World and Wars with me, Aditi Prasad. It's your daily dose of triumphs, tragedies and untold stories of global conflicts. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu was once known as both Mr. Security and Mr. Economy. He took pride in that moniker. But the events of October 7th changed that. Mr. Security fell victim to the brazen October 7th massacre carried out by Hamas inside Israel. And Mr. Economy is fast becoming the casualty of the long-drawn-out Gaza war. Take Israel's Airports Authority, for instance which is practically firing hundreds of employees as we speak. The move comes barely days after it was confirmed that Israel's economy grew slower than expected even before the war broke out. In the middle of a conflict now, Israel's economy has grown at just around 2% this year. Last year, it grew at 6.5%. Meanwhile, Israel's central bank has warned that the war is going to cost much more than what was estimated earlier. Just yesterday, the central bank governor asked the Netanyahu government to cut down on quote-unquote unnecessary spending as defense costs skyrocket. There is another big threat staring Israel in the face. The war has put not just military security, but even Israel's food security at risk. There is a shortage of farm workers by the lakhs, and farmers are desperate. Amid all of this, Israel's defense minister has publicly admitted that the war with Hamas is likely to last for several more months. Now, if just two months of war have sent the Israeli economy in a shamble, imagine what a lengthy conflict will do. The latest sign of economic distress in Israel is cutbacks at the country's main airport, the Ben Gurion International. Israeli media reports suggest that 600 workers have been put on unpaid leave. Another 2,000 workers are having their work hours cut by 25%. Why? Well, reports say that daily flights at the Ben Gurion airport have dropped fivefold since the war broke out. According to Israel's Central Bureau of Statistics, the economy grew slower than expected even between July and September this year. That means that Israel's economy was already facing headwinds before receiving a body blow in the form of the Gaza war. Forget slow growth. Between October and December, the economy is actually expected to contract. Also remember that these economic hardships are coming at a time that Israel is being forced to boost its defense budget. Defense spending is being upped by a whopping $5.5 billion a year. Staring at a huge increase in expenses, the governor of Israel's central bank has publicly told Prime Minister Netanyahu to cut down, and I quote, non-essential spending. Adding to Israel's economic troubles is the huge labor shortage. It's ironical, but Israel's agricultural economy is heavily dependent on workers from Palestinian territories. But since the war broke out, The Israel government has suspended work permits for over 130,000 day workers from the West Bank. The fighting has also forced thousands of foreign laborers to leave the country. Around 30,000 Thai nationals left Israel after the war broke out. To resolve this labor crisis, Israel is trying to get workers from African nations now. Kenya is sending around 1,500 farm workers to Israel. Malawi is sending 200 youths. But this is barely a fraction of the large number of workers who are now gone. Meanwhile, in northern Israel, around 80,000 people had to be evacuated after October 7th because of attacks from Hezbollah. This put a stop to economic activity in the north border areas. Before the Gaza war broke out, Israel reportedly had around $200 billion in reserves. But on October 9th, just two days after Hamas's surprise attack, Israel's central bank said that it was selling a large chunk of these reserves, $30 billion to be precise, to support the currency from volatility. This was an unprecedented step. The ongoing war with Hamas is likely to cost Israel around $53 billion by 2025, according to the central bank. To put these numbers into perspective, the size of Israel's economy is just over $520 billion. This means that the Gaza war is going to cost Israel more than 10% of its GDP. Netanyahu has repeatedly said that Israel will not stop its military campaign until Hamas is annihilated. But that is easier said than done. Hamas has been building itself up for a decade, fortifying its impregnable tunnels, training its foot soldiers and building up its armory of rockets, missiles and ammunition. With America's weight behind it, Israel's military infrastructure may be able to handle a longer war. But what about its economy and its people? Netanyahu will soon have to come up with a new economic plan to make sure that even if Hamas is completely eliminated, it does not turn out to be a ferric victory for Israel. This is me signing off now. If you have any queries, reach out to me at the rate of Prasad on X. This podcast was produced by Deeksha Chaurasia, edited by Sanju Abraham. Meet you in the next episode. Ciao. To stay updated on this podcast, follow us at HD Smartcast on all the major social media platforms. To listen to more such podcasts, log on to www.hdsmartcast.com.